What's going on guys? We have another week of programming to go over today. This is going to be the first week of June. That's going to be the 5th through the 10th. So that means we are starting new themes and new assessments to work on. So themes for this month are gymnastics for the electricity discipline, plumbing for the system, barbell for the virtuosity, classics for the fun, and then upper body pull rings and neurological and core for the assessments. So if you want a little more in-depth look on how that's going to shake out for the month, I did post the month overview in the group last week. I also sent an email out so you could check that out as well just to get a layout for the entire month and how these themes fit into the month. But these are going to be our new themes for June coming off of that Murph week and off of May. So let's see how the week shakes out from there. So we have our upper body pull, of course, starting on Monday with some weighted pull-ups, then power cleans and ring dips to round out the strength of the week. Then we have a quite a few gymnastics, heavy workouts here as well, handstand push-ups, bar muscle-ups, and then of course our fair share of barbells with the barbell virtuosity, hang power cleans, deadlifts, of course power cleans up here, and then working on our neurological and core in the extra credit. And the rings will be mixed into the extra credit when they're not found in the strength. So we're mixing and matching the rings into the strength and the extra credit throughout the month so that we are ready for that assessment at the end of the month. But let's go ahead and hop into Monday. So Monday we do have our upper body pull work to start off the month and we will build on this throughout the month. And then we have a bar muscle up deadlift and bodybuilder workout but of course we will start with a warm-up we got seven minutes 20 seconds of hollow hold 10 good mornings 20 second wall sit and then 10 scap pull-ups getting uh, getting us prepared for our first upper body pull session after we review pull-ups and you can go over the map as well just so people have a good idea of what they're shooting for and what they need to get to by the end of the month so take a look at the map as well and then we have 15 minutes to build through four sets of five unweighted pull-ups for purple and brown. At blue, we're accumulating sets of strict pull-ups. At orange, we're accumulating sets of pronated negatives. At yellow and white, we have standing pull-ups and active hang after that. So just working on activation and then stability with those earliest levels. So all levels really need to focus on activating the lat. That's our number one priority, especially when we're just starting the progression first week of the month really focused on keeping the shoulders set down make sure we're driving the elbows towards the hip and that way we're activating appropriately and able to actually maximize our pulling strength not just using our biceps middle back whatever random muscles we tend to lean on when we can't get in the right position so getting into the correct position to utilize the correct muscle very important for this upper body pull progression and then after that, we do have that bar muscle up workout with some deadlifts and bodybuilders over the bar. So of course we will start with a bar muscle up review and then review deadlifts with the remaining time before we get into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations are upper body pull and deadlift. And the goal here is four plus rounds. The workout is drainage and we have 12 minutes with a pyramid scheme, rep, pyramid rep scheme rather of two, four, six, four, two, four, up to six again. So going up and down of bar muscle-ups, 10 deadlifts after every set of bar muscle-ups at 185 and 135, and then 12 bodybuilders over the bar. And then same rep scheme here, but with jumping bar muscle-ups for purple, 10 deadlifts at 155 and 105 after every set of jumping bar muscle-ups, and then 12 bodybuilders over the bar to finish your set. And then at blue, we have four, eight, 12, 
eight, four, eight, 12. So again, pyramid scheme, just bumping up the reps a little bit because we're moving to jumping chest to bar pull-ups. And then 10 deadlifts at 135.95 after each set and 12 bodybuilders over the bar to finish the round. At orange, we have, again, same rep scheme, but with jumping pull-ups and then eight deadlifts at 95.65 and 10 bodybuilders over the bar to finish each round. At yellow, same rep scheme, 4, 8, 12, 8, 4, 8, 12, for the 12 minutes of jumping pull-ups and then eight deadlifts at 65 and 45 and 10 bodybuilders. At white, we have... 4, 8, 12, 8, 4, same rep scheme of jumping pull-ups, 8 kettlebell deadlifts at 26 and 18, and 8 bodybuilders, and those can be to a box as needed for that earliest level. So for this workout, particularly for the highest level here, the latest level at brown, the bar muscle-ups are going to be the crux of the workout. Once we get past that second round into the 6 and the 4 again, probably going to slow down quite a bit. But making sure that we are keeping that in mind in the set of four, we're not going unbroken. If it's a stretch, break it up as needed so that you can quickly get through these sets, get into your deadlifts, get into your bodybuilders, and keep it moving. Right, 12 minutes seems like a long time, but when you have something like bar muscle-ups that can suck up a lot of time for a a small amount of reps, it is important that we stay conscious of that time domain and that we're staying conscious of how long it takes to complete each rep, right? Especially if we're doing singles, quick single, couple deep breaths, make sure you're keeping an eye on the clock. And again, keep it moving. Deadlifts, bodybuilders should be unbroken and smooth throughout. For earlier levels with the jumping variations, we're thinking a little more on the breathe side, right? We're moving a little bit quicker through the jumping pull-ups. And instead of thinking about how long it's gonna take to do the bar muscle-ups, it's how quickly are we moving early on? So making sure that we are pacing early on so that when we get into these later levels or later rounds, rather, we're able to keep our pace and we don't tank ourselves early slamming through these jumping pull-ups, right? So a little bit different for the earlier levels than the later level because of the muscular demand of the bar muscle-ups. But ideally, if you are competent at the bar muscle-ups, if you are feeling good about your bar muscle-ups, this will be more on the breathe side right through the bar muscle ups so you would approach it the same way just make sure you're pacing early we're not slamming through these small sets and tanking ourselves a little too early in this workout and then after that we have our first neurological and core endurance practice here we got 30 seconds on 30 seconds off of double unders or single unders depending on the level and mat sit-ups for six rounds so nice and smooth just making sure we're unbroken on the double unders and continuously moving on the ab mat setups. That's the most important thing. So that way we are practicing for the eventual assessment. And that is your Monday. We'll get right into Tuesday here. Tuesday we have a pretty long workout with a lot of skill involved, particularly those handstand push-ups, a little bit with the GHD setups, of course. But first, we will warm up. We got three rounds, 12 strict press, and then 15 to 10 second narrow dead hang and then three rounds of 10 tuck-ups and 10 leg swings each side each way before we get into our workout prep and movement review. We are going to spend most of our time on the handstand push-ups, so going through some drills and then accumulating some reps at the very end to make sure everyone is prepared for the workout. Review GHG sit-ups and med ball sit-ups with remaining time before we get into this breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations are upper body push and neurological and core, just core on this one for the GHG sit-ups. The goal here is sub 20 minutes and the workout is no buffer and we have four time 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 of handstand pushups and then 20 air squats into six 
12, 18, 24, 30 GHD sit-ups and a 200-meter run. At purple, same rep scheme, but with piked handstand push-ups and 20 air squats into 6, 12, 18, 24, 30 anchored sit-ups and a 200-meter run. At blue, we have 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 piked handstand push-ups and 20 air squats into 6, 12, 18, 24, 30 anchored sit-ups and a 200-meter run. At orange, we have 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 of piked handstand push-ups and 15 air squats into 6, 12, 18, 24, 30 anchored sit-ups and a 200-meter run. At yellow, we have 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 of dumbbell press at 20 and 15 and 12 air squats into 4, 8, 12, 16, 20 anchored sit-ups and 200-meter run. At white, we have 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 of dumbbell press at 15 and 10 with 10 air squats into five rounds of eight anchored sit-ups and a 100-meter jog or walk. So just like the previous day, right, with our bar muscle-ups, this is going to be similar off the top with the handstand push-up, so making sure that we are conscious of that fatigue early on, breaking these sets up early on so that we're able to maintain our pace in the later rounds, and then in getting into the GHG sit-ups nice and smooth. You don't have to go unbroken, so if you want to stop at the top, rest, allow the core to completely relax, you should definitely do that. Don't try to just slam through this out of ego or any other bad reason, right? A lot of times we get ourselves in trouble with GHC sit-ups when we extend ourselves in these early rounds. And then in the later rounds, we continue to try to extend ourselves. And it obviously just comes to a breaking point. You'll probably cramp either in your hip flexors or your core. So break them up <clears throat> into quick sets if you start to feel that fatigue set on quickly or set on early. And then that way, when we get to the round of 24, the round of 30, you're able to smoothly move through with a couple breaks and we're not having a break every three or four reps, right? Because that could extend these sets out much longer than they need to be. The run should be smooth and consistent, very deliberate with our pace here. Don't use this as a rest so much. We do want to keep it moving here because you should be able to catch your breath a little bit on the GHC sit-ups. So we don't need to worry too much about the breath here, but the core fatigue is what we need to be conscious of in this second part and even for everyone else doing anchored sit-ups as well and after that we have some breathe and mobilize we got 10 minutes on the bike then three minute lat smash on each side three minute classic tricep and lat stretch on each side and a three minute dead hang to finish so that is tuesday let's go ahead and get into wednesday here so wednesday we do have some power cleans to start and then a hang power clean and row workout after that but first we will warm up we got 5 10 15 10 5 of kettlebell deadlifts cal row or bike glute bridges and then a 30 or 20 second rather lizard stretch to finish before we get into our power cleans we're going to start with some clean progressions of course make sure everyone's very comfortable with the movement before we get into our imam and after the clean progressions give people a little bit of time to get their starting weight on the bar before starting that EMOM. And then purple and brown will be doing two power cleans every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. Blue is two hang power cleans every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. Orange, yellow, and white are three doing three hang power cleans every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. So very important that we are starting pretty light and then slowly building from there. Everyone should be focused on consistent technique, but of course, earlier levels shouldn't worry about weight at all, just getting used to the movement pattern, making sure the reps are consistent and they're feeling consistent, right? That's a big thing. 
Because even though the reps may look consistent, if they're feeling like it's different every single time, which is pretty standard when we're just starting weightlifting, right? Every rep kind of feels a little off, a little different. Then no reason to add weight, right? We should be just working on consistency in those reps with the light weight so that when they do get the heavier weight on, when they do assess in the coming months, they are able to hit that weight and feel comfortable about it and not be all over the place on every single rep. This also carries into the API assessment. If we're more consistent with our hang power cleans and our power cleans, that carries through into the API assessment, carries through into a lot of other workouts as well. So after that, we will review rowing and air bike before we get into this heavy breathing workout. The goal here is sub 12 minutes. The levels consideration is weightlifting. The workout is supersonic and we have four total work time every five minutes, 15 hang power cleans at 115.85 and a 500 meter row or a 20 or 15 cal bike for four rounds. At purple, it's every five minutes, 15 hang power cleans at 95.65 into a 500 meter row or 20 or 15 cal bike for four rounds. And then at blue, every five minutes, 15 hang power cleans at 75.55 into a 500 meter row or 20 or 15 cal bike for four rounds. At orange, we have every five minutes, 12 hang power cleans at 65 and 45 into a 500 meter row or a 15, 12 cal bike for four rounds. At yellow, we have every five minutes, 15 Russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18 into a 500 meter row or a 15, 12 cal bike for four rounds. At white, we have every five minutes, 15 Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12 into a 350 meter row or a 12 or nine cal bike for four rounds. So you'll start at the five minute mark for four rounds, or you can set it up to beep every five minutes on your clock. So it's either going up to 20 minutes and you start at five, you start at zero, five, 10, and 15, or you just have it beep every five minutes. So you have five minutes to complete this, and then you rest with whatever time you have left until the next five minute mark comes up. So hopefully that makes sense. I'll reiterate again when we get done with the briefing. But for this one particularly, hang power cleans need to be unbroken and we need to be moving very quickly on the rower bike. So you want to balance that work time with rest time, right? If you can get this done in under three minutes and have about 2.20, 30 to rest for every single round, you'll be in good shape. And this will slowly morph into, could morph into more of a lactic tolerance feeling, more of a heavy burning feeling or deep burn feeling rather, full body burn feeling, depending on how quickly you're able to move and how, how much you're able to output in those later rounds. So be conscious of that early on. You don't want to hit that full body burn feeling on the first round, but if you're getting there on the last round, then you did a good job pacing. So we want to save that for the last round where just hanging on to the pace that you've held for the previous three rounds is kicking you into the full body burn. That should be the goal for the pacing here in this one but definitely unbroken hang power cleans definitely deliberate quick pace on this 500 meter row i would say 85 90 percent effort on that in terms of pr pace and then again you have five minutes to complete this and then you rest with the remaining time and you start on the next five minute mark and then getting into the extra credit here we have some core we got four sets 10 lateral med ball throws on the left side then 20 second cross up body mountain climbers and then 10 lateral med ball throws on the right side and then a 20 second 20 seconds of crossbody mountain climbers to finish so four sets of that probably using a lighter med ball than we're using for most other movements so that we can get some good rotation and make sure you're throwing into a solid concrete 
wall or something that is a solid wall. It doesn't necessarily have to be concrete, but don't throw into drywall, please, because that's going to end poorly. Or you can throw back and forth with a partner that also works very well, but just make sure we aren't throwing into destructible materials like plywood or drywall. It doesn't end well. So after that, we will get into Thursday. So Thursday, we have a pretty long workout with some ring rows, some box step-ups, and a front rack carry, so a little more on the muscular burn side, and then some glute and core accessory to finish, but we will start with a warm-up. We're going to start with a 200-meter jog, then 6 minutes of 15 air squats, 12 mountain climbers, and 20 seconds of tricep and lat stretch before we get into our workout prep and movement review. So we're going to review ring rows. We're going to start with 10 easy ring rows, so that just means angle is super shallow and that way we're able to really emphasize and overemphasize the elbow drive and the squeeze at the top and then slowly work your feet forward so that the ring rows get a little bit harder a little bit harder until we're at our workout height which should be tough for the eight ring rows but not undoable for the 20 minutes and for the five plus rounds after that we will review some box step ups before we get into this muscular burn workout the levels considerations are or is the level consideration is squat endurance rather and the goal is five plus rounds the workout is cobblestones and we have 20 minutes of eight ring rows 16 kettlebell box step ups at 53 and 35 one kettlebell for that and then finishing with a 50 meter front rack carry resting one minute between rounds before getting back into it at purple we have eight ring rows 12 kettlebell box step ups at 53 and 35 a 50 meter front rack carry resting one minute between rounds at blue. We have eight ring rows, 16 kettlebell box step ups at 35 and 26, a 50 meter front rack carry resting one minute between rounds at orange. We have eight ring rows, 12 kettlebell box step ups at 35 and 26, 50 meter front rack carry and resting one minute between rounds at yellow. It's eight ring rows, 12 kettlebell box step ups at 26 and 18 and a 50 meter front rack carry to finish resting one minute between rounds at white, we have six ring rows into 12 box step-ups into a 50-meter front rack carry, resting one minute between rounds. So this workout is, again, going to be a little more on the muscular burn side, maybe a little bit even on the bodybuilding side in terms of feel for the ring rows in particular. So making sure that we are emphasizing technique on all of these movements, particularly these first two, of course, we want to maintain technique on the front rack carry, but that is mostly posture and positioning. So for the ring row smooth drive squeezing the lats making sure that we're feeling tension in the back throughout the movement we're not releasing at any point if you release and then re-engage it usually makes the reps way more difficult and you're not going to get the most out of the set so make sure we are staying engaged throughout the set nice strong drive again through the elbow into the hip and then with the kettlebell box step up your up leg should be around 90 degrees we don't want to go too much deeper than that on this particular workout so adjust the box height as needed based on the individual's height. That should make it pretty equal across the board, and the weight should be just fine for all levels as long as they're maintaining this standard. Use the same kettlebell for the front rack carry and just focus. Again, we always talk about this core engagement, glute engagement, and staying nice and upright. So very important in the front rack carry that we are engaging the glutes as we move. That way the hips stay fairly stable even as we walk. So goal here is five plus rounds. Not in a hurry on this one. Obviously, everything's for quality when we have ring rows and then the step-ups. And making sure 
we stick to this one minute rest throughout but you are starting as soon as that one minute is up so don't mess around too much make sure we are at the rings when this one minute rest is up and then after that as promised we do have some glute and core accessory we got four sets for quality 10 single leg glute bridges on the right side 20 second russian twists 10 single leg glute bridges on the left side and 20 second russian twists that's the same all the way through orange at yellow and white the only thing that changes is the 15 second russian twists or 20 second russian twists is dropped to 15 seconds so single leg glute bridges this is more for stability for the earlier levels just <clears throat> learning to stabilize on a single leg and extend the hips for the later levels this will be more strength work obviously or more bodybuilding work so load it up a little bit make sure we are hitting full extension squeezing the glutes at the top hitting that full extension every time and controlling the descent back down and then to finish we with the extra credit we have some breathe and mobilize we got 10 minute 10 minutes on the bike three minute quad smash each side three minute couch stretch on each side and then three minute seated quad stretch to finish and then you can add whatever you need to after that if you have some other problematic areas that are bothering you throughout the week. And that will do it for Thursday. We'll get into Friday here. So Friday we have our ring dips for the strength work here and then a pretty gymnastics-centric workout toast of our push-ups and American kettlebell swings. But we will start with a warm-up. We got four rounds, eight wall slides, 10 scat push-ups, 10 push-ups or box push-ups, and five vertical jumps this will lead us into our ring dips we'll spend about five minutes reviewing ring dips mostly positioning because a lot of these individuals will be holding on the rings or stabilizing on the boxes so making sure that we're emphasizing that down scap position so shoulders stay down throughout so that our scaps and upper back are supporting and that way we are protecting our pec and anterior delt there from too much stress as we get down into the bottom of those reps. So purple and brown will be building four sets of three weighted ring dips. So keeping it pretty conservative, make sure that we are conscious of our positioning. Again, doing weighted ring dips is or can be a little bit sketchy if we are not in our proper position. If we're in our proper position, you can load it up as much as you want, but make sure that we are maintaining that active back and we're supporting with that upper back and those down shoulders and also this goes without saying make sure we're not dive bombing into the bottom of those ring dips we're controlling the descent pausing and driving back up so no bounce out of the bottom that will also save you a lot of stress on the shoulder and pec in those reps at blue we're accumulating sets of five or three ring dips at orange it's three or two ring dips or 10 bench dips plus a 10 to 15 second ring hold at yellow we're accumulating sets of 10 bench dips plus 10 to 15 second stabilizing on the box at white we're doing the same thing bench dips and stabilizing on the box so again positioning is everything for all of these levels even as we get into the weighted variations and then after that we'll get into our workout prep and movement review so we'll review toes to bar and american kettlebell swings i would focus on the toes to bar mostly controlling the arch hollow swing and then the American kettlebell swing, just making sure that everyone is controlling the descent back down to the hips so that we're not just swinging all the way around and letting that kettlebell pull us down. So just a few things to emphasize in this quick review before we get into our breathe and burn workout. Levels considerations are neurological and core, just core here, weightlifting and upper body push. 
The goal is sub 15 minutes and the workout is quick conversion. And we have four time, six rounds, eight toast to bar, 12 push-ups, and 18 American kettlebell swings at 53 and 35. If you break on any of these movements, you run a 100-foot shuttle. And again, our, our shuttle run is now based on the open standard shuttle because it just makes it easy. Everyone knows the open standard. It's 25 feet at a time. At purple, we have six rounds, six toes to bar, 12 push-ups, 18 American kettlebell swings at 53 and 35. And again, if you break, you're going to run 150 or 100-foot shuttle rather. Not 150, 100-foot shuttle. At blue, you have six rounds, six hanging leg raises, 10 push-ups, 14 American kettlebell swings at 53 and 35, and any break is a 100-foot shuttle. At orange, we have six rounds, six hanging knee raises, 10 box push-ups, and 14 Russian kettlebell swings at 35 and 26. No penalty for breaking once we get to orange. At yellow, we have six rounds, six hanging knee raises, eight box push-ups, and 12 Russian kettlebell swings at 26 and 18. At white, that should be box push-ups there. Everything changed except the push-ups. At white, we have six rounds, six lying knee raises, eight box push-ups, and 12 Russian kettlebell swings at 18 and 12. So because we do have that penalty, we want to be very conscious of how we're feeling before we start each set. Unbroken toes to bar, quick rest, unbroken push-ups, quick rest, unbroken American kettlebell swings, quick rest, back up to the toes to bar. So always conscious of this as we're going through, quick rest between your sets, shake out the arms every time. That way we aren't wasting any time on the shuttle. It's better to waste time resting a little bit, hitting unbroken sets, then going for it, and then breaking on the six rep of your toes to bar and having to go run a 100-foot shuttle and come back. You're just adding to your fatigue instead of using that time to rest instead and then getting back into your set and just hitting it unbroken. So a little bit of careful pacing needed in this one, a little more than any other workout because of the penalty. But just be conscious, particularly once we get past that third round, you're starting to feel it on the toes to bar and push-ups, maybe a little bit on the kettlebell swings with the grip, but mostly worried about these first two movements um, and breaking on those. Conscious of that fatigue early on, make sure that if you do break, it is a planned break. We're not breaking out of failure because if you fail, obviously the likelihood that you hit unbroken sets after that are, is very low and also more unplanned breaks tend to happen. So not getting close to failure until maybe that last round when we're pushing it a little bit. And then after that, we'll finish with some shoulder accessory and the extra credit. We have three sets, 10 scat pull-ups at 3-3-3-3 tempo, 10 PVC Cuban press, 10 scat push-ups at a 3-3-3-3 tempo, and then 10 prisoner rotations. So keeping those shoulders and scaps nice and healthy, getting into our final day of the week here. So Saturday, on Saturday, we do have a classic CrossFit workout flight simulator with another classic CrossFit workout, the 1K row. So we're just pairing these two together just to get a little extra out of this day because we don't just want to do double unders. That's no fun and also sucks to just do double unders. But having the row right brings a, a, another element to this workout, a well-needed element to this workout. But first, we will, of course, warm up. We got seven minutes, three, six, nine, 12, et cetera, of bodybuilders, single unders, times two, and Kang squats to get us prepared for this workout. Then we'll review and practice double unders for 10 minutes in the workout prep and movement review before we get into this breathe and burn workout. The levels considerations are neurological and core, just neuro here. The goal here is sub 20 minutes. The workout is flight simulator plus, and it's four time, 
5, 10, 15, up to 50, and then back down to 5 of unbroken double-unders. And then at 15 minutes, a 1K row. So regardless of if you finish this before the 15-minute mark or not, you're going to start your 1K row. And if you do not finish before the 15-meter row, like I just said, if you do not finish before the 15 minutes, you go right into the row and for the partner version, you alternate on Flight Simulator and go into a 2K row that you can split however you want. So we are adding partner versions for all of our Saturday workouts. And then sometimes it'll just be a partner workout. So the partner variation of this is alternating and then going into a 2K row. So again, if you do not finish Flight Simulator by 15, it doesn't matter. You are going right into that 1K row. And then you'll add whatever seconds or whatever, however many reps you didn't finish onto your end time. So if you finish at the 1K row at 18.45, whatever it is, then you'll add your 35 extra reps at the end, and you'll get to 19.10 for your total time, right? Hopefully that makes sense. So we're just adding un undone reps, or unfinished reps rather, undone, unfinished reps as seconds to your final time. And then at purple, we have 5, 10, 15, up to 40, and then back down to 5 of unbroken double-unders. And then at 15 minutes, you're starting your 1K row. At blue, we're doing 5, 10, 15, up to 35, back down to 5 of unbroken double-unders, or 3 times the single-unders with a max of 5 breaks. If you break 5 times, just continue through and finish the total reps that you have remaining. And then again, at 15 minutes, you start that 1K row. At orange, we have 10, 20, 30, up to 70, and then back down to 10 of unbroken single-unders with a max of five breaks before you just continue through. And then at 15 minutes, get into that 1K row. At yellow, it's 5, 10, 15, up to 35, and back down to five of unbroken single-under sets with a max of five breaks before you continue through. And then at 15 minutes, start that 750 meter row. At white, we go 5, 10, 15, up to 25, then back down to five of unbroken single unders with a max of five breaks before you continue through. And then at 15 minutes, we hit a 500 meter row to finish. So with Flight Simulator, it's very important that we do take quick breaks in between. So hit your set of five, rest, shake the legs out, shake the wrists out a little bit into your set of 10, into your set of 15. It is going to be about those small breaks in between that will get you to the end under 15 minutes. So making sure we're not rushing those sets early on, quick rest, that way you mentally reset, nervous system resets a little bit too, and we don't get caught up maybe in a pace that's a little too fast, hands are moving faster than we're jumping, or vice versa. That's what usually will happen if this fatigue builds up quickly. So meaningful rest and that way when you get down into the back half of this workout we still have a little bit of juice left we're still feeling fairly fresh and we can get through it in under that 15 minute mark and then on the 1k row we're just going for it 1k pr pace just letting it all go at the end of this one there's no reason to pace whatsoever for that one and after that, we do have some core accessory. We got three sets for quality. We got 10 kettlebell side bends on the right side, then 12 banded wood chops on the right side before we go to the left side and do the same thing. And that's going to be the same for all levels. So kettlebell side bend weight can be pretty heavy on this as long as we're controlling the weight through full range of motion. And then same thing for the banded wood chops, as heavy as possible through full range of motion. So a little bit quicker of movement on the banded wood chops on the concentric but very focused on 
control in the eccentric. And then to finish, we got some arm accessory. We got three sets, six chin-ups and 15 hammer curls, resting one minute, and then six diamond push-ups into 15 dumbbell skull crushers, resting one minute before starting your next set. So that is the final day of the week. Again, we have our appendix down here with all workout notations, energy system stuff, tempo stuff. And if there's any questions that we get in the group about anything related to the notes, it'll probably find its way in here as well. So if you do have questions and you don't find your answer in the appendix, please ask in the group because then it will be added to the appendix and it will help everybody out. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Even if you think it might sound stupid, it, you're probably not the only one that's asking the question. Sometimes me and Nathan, Ben, we're going through this. We see this every week. So everything makes sense to us 100%, right? Because I'm writing it. So things that make 100% sense to me, might not make 100% sense to you guys, especially if you're new to the programming the last six months. A lot of this stuff is obvious to me, but of course not obvious to you guys, but we would like it to be very easy to find the information. So again, any questions, even if you feel like it's a dumb question, please put it in the group because no, especially when it comes to this kind of thing, no question is a dumb question. So please throw it in the group. And that way we can all learn from the question, learn from the answers to the question, just like school. But that is it for your first week of June. If you guys have any questions, please let me know. If you are looking for the June month overview, it is in the group and you should have gotten an email for it. So just check in the group. You should be able to find it pretty quick. But other than that, I will talk to you guys next time.